Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, we are finishing up our month talking about clarity. Clarity of expectations, the key to great communication is clarity, all of those kind of pieces. And I want to end with the thought of How do we get clear on a path forward, whether you're a leader talking about your business or whether you're an individual talking about your career or, you know, an entrepreneur looking to move forward? That idea of clarity holds true, whether it's a business or a career, just like it's important to understand where you're going so you know who you need to surround yourself with, whether it's a business or a career. And getting really clear on that sets the foundation for everything that you're going to do going forward. And it gives you a great sense of sturdiness, a great sense of comfort that you at least have a plan. And so if you have a plan and you know where you're going, then as things move or adjust, you're able to see that as simply modifications or slight detours as opposed to complete derailments. So this time when we talk about clarity as we end this month, that posting that I did on Monday this week, for those of you who are following me that says, Empty barrels make the greatest noise. That resonated as we ended this month because in the absence of information, right, people will decide based on what they know. And when there isn't real information coming out, all of the noise is just what's bombarding people. When we think about even coming out of the the COVID coma that we've been in, masks, no masks, vaccinated, not vaccinated, boosters, no boosters, all of this chaos, all of this noise around how we're going to go back. Are you going back to work? Are you not going back to work? Do we require vaccines? Do we not require vaccines? Do you have to prove you're vaccinated? I mean, just the myriad of things is all noise. It's all noise. And in order for us to actually function well, we have to figure out how to rise above the noise so we can get at real information, real data, real facts, real insight in order to make the decisions and take the actions that we want and need to make for our businesses. But the noise kind of can keep us stuck or the noise can put us in situations and point us in directions that aren't necessarily aligned with where we want to go. And that's where that clarity piece comes in related to this whole issue of noise. Many times when people start thinking about clarity and start thinking about where they want to go and and setting a strategy, they think about the strategy processes that they've seen before. And they are or can be months long and all kinds of charts and lists and files. And it's just it's insane. There's more emphasis put on form than on substance, that it looks good, but it may not say anything. And the reality is strategic work, determining what your strategy is, did not have to be complicated. It's four questions. Who are you? Where are you? What do you want? And how are you going to get it? That's it. Who are you? Where are you? What do you want? And how are you going to get it? Those four questions. It doesn't have to be some big old drawn out craziness that nobody's going to read and it's going to be put on a shelf and then people are still not going to be aligned with where they need, where they need to be or what they need to do. 
So if you can eliminate the noise, even around your strategy process and really focus on where is it you're trying to go and what do you need to do to get there? Because proper prior planning prevents poor performance. That helps people get clear on what they need to do and why they need to do it. As leaders, going into this next June 1, right? Starting the summer, going into this time, what are you doing to really get clear? And one of the ways I like to think about strategy is in a really simple stop, start, continue. What are you going to stop doing? And it's important to start with stop, and I'll talk about that in a minute. What are you going to stop doing? Here are the things that we've been doing for the last 20 years. We're not doing that anymore. And this is why. What are you going to start doing? You know what? Here's what we said we were going to do. And here's where we said we were going to go. And in order for us to get there, here are the things we got to start doing. And here are the things that, you know, no matter what, we're going to keep doing them the same way. We're going to keep serving customers this way. We're going to keep our pricing this way. These are the kind of things that we're going to do because they are a part of the culture and who we are and our value systems. But how are we going to really think about what we're going to stop, what we're going to start, and what we're going to continue? And what's important about that is, especially as businesses grow, we keep doing things and we just keep adding to the list. We keep adding to the processes and we never take the time to go back and say, do we even need to be doing that anymore? We've got new technology or our customer base has changed or the market is shifting. And so we don't need to do that thing anymore. I like to think about this all the time when I was doing some internal audit and looking at processes, right? And they had all these processes that you had to have 4 million signatures on a check before you could buy anything. But what were you really trying to do? You were trying to make sure you got the product that you ordered in the quantity and quality that you ordered in the time that you ordered for the price that you ordered. That's what you're trying to figure out. 12 signatures on that isn't going to matter. What you need is to be able to make sure those four things happen, that the right person ordered it and that you got in what you thought you were ordering. One person can check, maybe two people check just to be on the safe side. But do you really need to go through all of that bureaucracy just to make sure you receive something into your dock? I don't think so. That's what we're talking about stopping. We can stop having 400 signatures on a check because what we really need to do is just make sure we got somebody who's checking it against the system who is not the person that ordered it, separation of duties, not the person that ordered it, checking it against the, the manifest and then making sure that it's correct. Makes sense. And then you put in an audit process after the fact to be sure that people who are doing the work are really doing it the way you have it outlined. Pretty simple, right? So we're going to stop doing that stuff that's taking a lot of effort and a lot of staff and not bringing us any value. And what we're going to start doing is automating things, putting in audits so we understand what is supposed to happen and double checking it and then making adjustments where we need it. Kind of that 80-20 rule. And then we're going to continue doing this stuff, which is we're going to continue to order from really great vendors. And these are the vendors who always deliver on time. And if they don't, they give us a heads up, et cetera, et cetera. What we're going to stop, what we're going to start and what we're going to continue. Pretty simple. And you look at that same thing from an individual perspective, whether you're looking at changing a career, whether you're looking at shifting your business, um, even just in your personal life, some things you want to change, you know, change your perspective, change your circumstances. What are some things you're going to change? What are you going to stop doing? If your goal is to get healthier, maybe you're going to stop with some of the foods that aren't as healthy. You're going to start exercising more often. You're going to continue 
to get really good rest as much as possible and do the things that make you happy and spend time with your family and friends because they energize you. What are you going to stop? What are you going to start? And what are you going to continue? Doesn't have to be complicated. It can be that simple. Stop, start, continue. Because that level of clarity enables you to rise above the noise and make sure you understand that you're continuing to move in the direction you say you wanted to move to get the thing you say you wanted. And to ensure that everything that you're doing is aligned with that goal. And the things that are not, you stop them. So to think about the reason I say start with stop and then start and then continue is often we'll say, oh, we're doing all this stuff. We're going to stop it. We're just going to stop this stuff. And then when you get to the list of things you're going to start by having done stop first, you can evaluate the things that are on your start list and say, you know what? But if we start doing this, that actually gets us right back into that thing we said we're not going to do. And you can make a definitive decision about whether the start thing is just a habit and you just need to not start that because you stopped it for a reason. Or is that really necessary? And actually that thing you stopped doesn't need to restart, but maybe it needs to be modified because it's important for the thing you're going to start doing. So by starting with stop, the things you're no longer going to do, and then evaluating that when you look at your start list, you can make sure that you're not putting yourself back in a situation that you're continuing doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different outcome. That's the definition of insanity, as they say. So start with stop. Start with the things you're no longer going to do. And then look at the things that you're going to start doing and make sure that they don't then bring something back that you're getting rid of. And then the things that you're going to continue, how do those tie into those two other things? It's an ability to do a quick evaluation so that you really are moving forward. You really are making adjustments to get to the goal that you said that you want to achieve, to get to the place that you say you want to be, to begin to put together plans that enable you to get there because you now see the path. And by doing that, that stop, start, continue, that also helps the people who are looking to you to get above the noise. So when they hear you got to have 400 signatures on this thing, it's like, wait, wait, we just did this stop, start, continue thing. We're going to stop doing that. I'm not going to get caught up in that. Here's what we're doing now. I'm not going to let that drag me down back into the rabbit hole because I understand where we're trying to go and what we're trying to do. And I understand this process that we've done along this strategy. I'm clear on what we're no longer going to do and what we are going to start doing and why, so that I can do those things. Whether I necessarily agree 100% or not, at least I understand why, so I can move forward. So getting that clarity around where you're going to go and what you're going to do does not have to be an exercise in six, seven, eight months of charts and spreadsheets and different colors and all this kind of stuff. It's just asking the questions and then spending time coming up with answers that are based on really where you want to go and why you want to do it. Because if you can really concentrate on your why and be clear about your why, you can communicate that to anyone else who needs to hear it. And then ensure that every action that you take ties into that and understand your career as a career flow instead of a career path. So that if you have to deviate, if you have to take the left fork instead of the right fork, if you even have to take a fork, if it starts to wind, if it doubles back, you still understand where the end goal is. And so you've got the light at the end of the tunnel and those slight deviations or slight changes just become that as opposed to derailers. They become something along the way 
that gives you an opportunity to learn and grow and develop in the path to what you want on the path to achievement. So as we end this month and we head into summer, head into June 1st, I can't believe it's June 1st, 2021. As we head into the summer and we wrap up this month of clarity, take that next step. What are you going to stop? What are you going to start? And what are you going to continue? Be that in your business so you can communicate to, to your people or as a leader or be that in your career or just in your life in general. What is that goal you're trying to achieve? And what are the things you need to stop doing, start doing and continue doing to be able to get there? Get really clear on that because that clarity is going to help catapult you forward. And that's the Rutledge perspective for this week. Short and sweet. Thank you guys so much for being with me. I really appreciate your listening and tuning in and downloading and passing it on to other people. As we move into the summer, I will still be doing this, downloading a new episode every Wednesday. If you have something particular you'd like me to cover, send me a DM, give us a rating, give us a comment. Love to have your input. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Happy and safe Memorial Day. And we will catch you next week. Take care. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutler's Perspective podcast, please pass it along.